Good afternoon, and welcome to St. Paul VI Parish. Today we celebrate the 19th Sunday in Ordinary Time. As stewards of the great treasure of faith, we must be vigilant until the Lord returns. Please stand and welcome our celebrant. Please join us in singing our processional hymn, number 444, Blessed Be the Lord, number 444, in Breaking Bread. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Good evening. Good evening. There you go. My brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. God, have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life.
pray. Almighty ever living God, whom thought by the Holy Spirit, we dare to call our Father. Bring, we pray, to perfection in our hearts the spirit of adoption as your sons and daughters, that we, may, that we may merit to enter into the inheritance which you had promised. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The night of the Passover was known beforehand to our fathers, that with sheer knowledge of the oaths in which they put their faith, they might have courage. Your people awaited the salvation of the just and the destruction of their foes. For when you punished our adversaries, in this you glorified us whom you had summoned. For in secret the holy children of the good were offering sacrifices and putting into effect with one accord the divine institution. The word of the Lord. from the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, 
Faith is the realization of what is hoped for and evidence of things not seen. Because of it, the ancients were well attested. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. He went out not knowing where he was to go. By faith, he sojourned into the promised land as a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, heirs of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and maker is God. By faith, he received power to generate, even though he was past the normal age, and Sarah herself was sterile. For he thought that the one who had made the promise was trustworthy. So it was there came forth from one man, himself as good as dead, descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sands at the seashore. All these died in faith. They did not receive what had been promised but saw it and greeted it from afar and acknowledged themselves to the strangers and aliens on earth. For those who speak thus show that they are seeking a homeland. If they have been thinking of the land from which they had come, they would have had opportunity to return. But now they desire a better homeland, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. By faith, Abraham, when put to the test, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promises was ready to offer his only son, of whom it was said, through Isaac, descendants shall bear your name, he reasoned that God was able to raise even from the dead, and he received Isaac back as a symbol. The word of the Lord. be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, do not be afraid any longer, little flock, for your father is pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your belongings and give alms. Provide money bags for yourselves that do not wear out, an inexhaustible treasure in heaven that no thief can reach nor moth destroy. For where your treasure is, there also will be your heart. Gird your loins and light your lamps. 
and be like servants who await their master's return from a wedding, ready to open immediately when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds vigilant on his arrival. Amen, I say to you, he will gird himself, have them recline at table, and proceed to wait on them. And should he come in the second or third watch and find them prepared in this way, blessed are those servants. Be sure of this, if the master of the house had known the hour when the thief was coming, he would not have left his house to be broken into. You also must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. Then Peter said, Lord, is this parable meant for us or for everyone? And the Lord replied, Who then is the faithful and prudent steward whom the master will put in charge of his servants to distribute the food allowance at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master on arrival finds doing so. Truly I say to you, the master will put the servant in charge of all his property. But if that servant says to himself, my master is delayed in coming and begins to beat the men servants and the maid servants to eat and drink and get drunk, then that servant's master will come on an unexpected day and at an unknown hour and will punish the servant severely and assign him a place with the unfaithful. That servant who knew his master's will, but did not make preparations, nor act in accord with his will, shall be beaten severely. And the servant who is ignorant of his master's will, but act in a way deserving of a severe beating, shall be beaten only lightly. Much will be required of the person entrusted with much, and still more will be demanded of the person entrusted with more. The Gospel of the Lord. A religious studies professor at a Catholic university recently did something very different to emphasize an important lesson to his freshman class. He took a very large, clear glass jar and filled it with golf balls. After filling it with golf balls, he filled it with pebbles. All the pebbles went into the spaces left by the golf balls. After that, he filled the jar with sand, and the sand filled all the spaces left by the golf balls and pebbles. He then continued to explain to the class that this jar represented how we live our lives and the priorities in our lives. He went on to explain to them that this is a good lesson on how in the future to strive to live their lives. He explained that the golf balls were the largest items in the jar and they represent what's, the mo what's most important in life. He continued to explain to them that they represented faith, family, and friends. This, he said, is where we need to focus our life. The pebbles represented less important items, but somewhat important, like our job, our hobbies, things we do. They're important, but when we think about it, not as important as the major things. These are things we have to do to live and support ourselves. That's why they are little stones. They're durable. 
The sand represents all the things that really are not important, things that in a moment could not be important to us anymore and could easily disappear. Things like money, our trinkets, our items that we treasure. They're just things. Yes, we need money to live, but we cannot be infatuated with it. He went on to say that this jar is a symbol of what we should really make our lives build upon. For me, it seems that these golf boys represent something so beautiful, the importance of faith, family, and friends. These remind us of what St. Paul told us many times about how the three most important things in life are faith, hope, and love. Golf balls remaining in the jar remind us of faith, hope, and love. However, without faith, hope, and love are nearly impossible. Today's readings remind us of the importance of faith and trusting God in our lives. I know it's easy for anyone to say that they have to have faith and that they have to trust in God. But I ask you, do we really have faith and do we really trust God? When we think back about our lives, do we remember those moments when we had a problem and when we brought it to our Lord? When we put things in God's hands, we're having him help us get through a very difficult time. That's faith. Faith is so hard for some. It's something we can't see but know exists. For example, we can't see the wind, but we know it exists. It's the same with faith. We can't see our faith, but we know it's there. The wind produces changes, and so does faith. We see only the results. The beautiful Christmas movie, Miracle on 34th Street, had an excellent line in it. Faith is believing in things that common sense tells us not to. Here we have to remember that faith goes beyond anything we could imagine. So you can't justify it with human logic. But your faith in our Lord is something that's so powerful. It is said that it can move mountains. That's un unbelievable when you think about it. Imagine it. Faith can move mountains. Today's readings are closely connected. They all talk about, as I mentioned, faith and trusting in God. The first reading tells us how God uses his power to protect and save his people. It leads us to praise God and to trust him at all times. The second reading tells us about faith, like I just mentioned. He uses Abraham as an example. He put his faith and trust in God and was given a son in his old age. The gospel invites us to trust God and dismiss all fear. We must be like the servants who behave according to the certainty that their master will surely come. They know he will come. It's an expression of faith since they are doing the right thing and doing their duties faithfully. They're not scared about their master's return as they are prepared and ready. We all know that when we're well prepared, we have less stress. They had faith. That's what our Lord wants from us. He wants us to be prepared. He wants us to be like those servants who did the right thing. Being prepared is living a great Christian life full of faith, hope, and love. In a letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, he said there are three things that last forever, faith, hope, and love. He goes on to say that love is the most important. However, it doesn't mean that the other two are not important. In fact, in order of Christian living, love is the greatest. But in order of knowledge, faith is the greatest. 
It is through faith that we come to know God. It is through faith that we love God and know that we must love God. But how can we love him when we don't know him? That is why faith is the, is the greatest in the order of knowledge. As without faith, we will not be able to love God. It is said that nothing is desired unless it is known beforehand. In other words, we cannot love something or somebody unless we know its good qualities, if it's appealing, or if a certain person is someone we can relate to. Faith is a very important virtue. It's a gift given to us by God, but it's also a virtue that we have to develop and nurture through constant prayer and study. Constant prayer means that conversation with God, like a conversation you have with a good friend. It's that constant comfortable feeling that we have to develop to sit and talk to God like you would with that special person that you love to talk to. And study, studies reading about him, knowing him through all he did while he was on earth. It's simple reading and reflecting on the Bible. Study is also attentive listening to the readings at Mass each week and faithfully practicing and learning about the sacraments. What does God want from us? Jesus told us when he was among us, he wants us to love God with all our heart, soul, and being, and he wants us to love our neighbor as ourselves. Both of these are impossible without faith. That's why the jar of that professor spoke about told told us of what priorities in life, what they must be. Those golf balls represent faith, hope, and love. But as he told his class, they represent faith, family, and friends. Faith leads us to love. Love leads us to family and friends. Hope is impossible to have without having great faith, nor can we love without having a great faith. We cannot live those two greatest commandments I mentioned without faith. Yes, that professor gave his class a really good lesson for life for his young students. I hope we all learn from that lesson as well, because those little things represented by the sand really are not important. Jesus told us that in the gospel today, your heart is where your treasure is. Our heart must be on what's represented by those balls, faith, family, and friends. That's where our heart should be. Interesting that sand is sometimes referred to as dirt. That word further explains the importance of those little things of really no eternal value. I know I frequently say a simple prayer from scripture as I, as I look to our small sleeping giant mountain. I look to the mountains from where shall come my help. My help shall come from the Lord who made heaven and earth. I try with this prayer from scripture to put total trust and faith in God for his help. Remember God has a plan for all of us and we must have faith in that plan I recently saw this interesting quote that I will use for my quote for this week, and here it is. Faith is trusting in God even when you don't understand his plan. Once again, faith is trusting in God even when you don't understand his plan. Again, it's like the wind. We don't see it, but we know it exists. This week, let's all think about how we can better focus our lives more on those golf balls that are in our jar of life. Think about faith and trust. Let's focus on this question. How can faith and trust in our Lord help us to live a better Christian life 
a life with less stress. May God bless you. Now with confidence, let us profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, through God from through God, begotten and made, consubstantial with the Father, through him things were made for us, for our salvation. He came down from heaven with the Holy Spirit. He was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified on the Pontius Pilate. He suffered death that was buried and rose again on the third day. In accordance with the scriptures, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and Apostolic Church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Entrusting ourselves to the care of the Father and the intercessions of Jesus, we offer these prayers. For the Church, may God help us to grow in holiness and be a light that leads many souls to salvation. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For government leaders, may the Holy Spirit guide them to wise decision-making as they strive to bring peace to our world, we pray to the Lord. Lord For those who serve our country in the armed forces, that God will bless them and keep them out of harm's way, we pray to the Lord. Lord For those who are unemployed, that God will keep them from discouragement and enable them to secure jobs, we pray to the Lord. Lord that the life of every person from conception to natural death will be cherished and protected. And for all those who will die today, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord, Lord. For an increase in vocations, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord, Lord. At this mass, we pray for Henry W. O'Brien. We pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord, Lord. That all who have died may share in the banquet of eternal life. And for those who have recently died, Rita Di Capua, Catherine Riley, Carol Smith, Shirley Quinn, Julia Nisafaro, Michael Pantera, and Howard Tomlin, victims of violence, terrorism, war, and natural disasters all over the world. And for those who have no one to pray for them, we pray to the Lord. For the prayers that we offer in the silence of our hearts, including the intentions of those in our parish prayer line, those in our military, and their families, and our Book of Hope.
We pray to the Lord. Lord, in our prayer. Also, in a very special way, let us pray for the church in Nicaragua as they start experiencing persecution. For this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Loving Father, you show us the path of endless joy. Hear our prayers and pour out your grace upon us, and we ask this through Christ our Lord. Please join us in singing our offertory hymn in the St. Augustine hymnal number 637, the summons, number 637. Pray, my brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Be pleased, O Lord, to accept the offerings of your church, for in your mercy you had given them to be offered, and by your power you transformed them into the mystery of our salvation, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. 
It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord, for all the compassion for the way warrant that is ours. He humbled himself and was born of the Virgin, by the passion of the cross, freed us from unending death, and by rising from the dead, he gave us life eternal. And so with angels and archangels, with throne and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the king of your glory, as without end we acclaim. Indeed, Holy O Lord, and all you have created, rightly give you praise through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit. You give life to all things and made them holy, and you never see to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to his setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts. We have brought to you for consecration that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me.
Este misterio fue. celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven. And as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray upon the oblation of your church and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself. Grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your son and filled with his Holy Spirit, may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, Saint Rita, Paul VI, and all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence, we rely for unfailing help. At the sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confer in faith and charity to bring the Church on earth. With your servant, Francis, our Pope, Leonard, our Bishop, the Order of Bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family, whom you had summoned before you, in your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom, that we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow of the world, all that is good. Through him, with him, and in him, O God Almighty, Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, O glory and honor is yours forever and ever. The service command informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, we say to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. 
look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Our brothers and sisters, the peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold he who take away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. A simple act of spiritual communion. Jesus, I believe you are really present in the Eucharist. I love you with my whole heart. I want you to be in my soul all the time. Please be with me in spirit, even when I cannot receive you in the blessed sacrament. Keep me always close to you as part of the body of Christ, just as you promised. Amen.
Let us pray. May the communion of your sacrament that we have consumed save us, O Lord, and confirm us in the light of your truth, through Christ our Lord. Amen. So a quick announcement. We are uh, selling out the tickets for our picnic next month. So remember, it's the first picnic as St. Paul VI. So I hope you are all very enthusiastic about this, our first picnic. So we hope everybody, everyone, will be thinking in getting the tickets. And of course, if you are willing to invite people to come, please do so, because that will be our big celebration. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And the blessing of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Thanks be to God. See, Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, Prince of the Heavenly Hosts, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Please join us in singing our recessional hymn, In Breaking Bread, number 490. There's a wideness in God's mercy, number 490. Thank you. 